This podcast is brought to you by On Track Studio. Have we started? We have started, guys. Welcome back to Drink More Water. It's been way too long between saying that. Well, for you listening, it hasn't because we've no. still had episodes going up every week. Yeah. But for us, we actually haven't been in the studio for like three weeks. Yeah, about three and a half weeks, which has been kind of sad. It has been. I really feel like something was missing from my life and then I worked out it was the podcast. Mm, it definitely was. And um, we hope you enjoyed the boys. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Driving here today, I listened to our last episode and I was pissing myself the entire time. Yeah. It's just listening, listening to them. I I just, they are a different species, not even just boys, but those, those two specifically. (laughs) (laughs) And it's just, yeah, it's just really interesting. The kind of conversation that comes out, but a bit different for us. Yeah. I feel like on the podcast, but yeah. We hope you enjoyed. Yeah, a bit of fun, something different, but mm-hmm. definitely keen to get back into our chats because yeah. I've missed them. Oh, me too. It's just I not really, the same really have. It? Yeah. But a lot's been happening. I mean, update us first. Okay. So should we do kick off our weekly highs and lows? Oh, yeah. Abs- well, monthly. Almost. Yeah, really. Yeah, it <laughs> has been. So we went away. I think we were saying this literally in the last episode, but Sam and I were just about to go away for a two-week mm. holiday in a van, traveling north, like traveling up Queensland, basically. Yeah. And it was honestly incredible Mm. like just 10 out of 10 we went to the most beautiful places and I was even talking to Riley about this earlier just before we came but you really disconnect from Mm. the world and there's it's such a weird feeling especially when you then connect back to the world or you get reception or something like that and you feel so overwhelmed with the amount of like mm. just everything on social media and your phone and messages and everything. Yeah. And I think that whole trip really just made me how, made me realize, sorry, how overwhelming it can be. Mm. Um, even just like, you know, you're waking up next to a quiet beach, you go for a swim, you make breakfast, like life is so simple. And I mm. think it just made me realize, realize, I don't know, like what's actually important that makes everything so insignificant. If yeah, it really puts things into perspective. Mm. And you know what I was just thinking too? The less you have, the less you have to worry about. Oh, 100%. And when you simplify your life down to a car and a bag yep. and a small fridge mm-hmm. and no um, no reception rather, it's so grounding. So grounding. Mm. And I remember it was quite a weird feeling like driving back into reception and being like... The worst feeling. Yeah, it really <laughs> yeah. was. I was like overwhelmed, felt very anxious and I... I didn't want to go on my phone. Like I turned it on flight mode because I was like, I mm. don't want that right now. And yeah. it just got me thinking as well. I said this in my vlog of the trip, but like we do that to ourselves every single day. We wake up and turn our phones on straight away. Look at social media, look at what's happened while we've been sleeping. And we essentially like, maybe we just get so used to it that we don't realize, but we're essentially overwhelming ourselves with that every single morning and starting our day off like that. Mm. And yeah, you just get so used to it because that's what you do every morning. It's a yeah. habit. And then when you kind of break that, especially just the past couple of weeks on the holiday, my phone was the last thing I was like thinking about and mm. doing. And yeah, I was taking photos here and there, but mostly on like my camera or disposable camera or something. Yeah. And it's just like, I don't know. It was like... It's the best feeling. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. It's funny you say that because yesterday morning, and I said this in, I'm vlogging this week, nice. <laughs> I'm making a comeback. Um, yeah, I woke up 
around, I don't know, five or six and straight on my phone and I never, I'm out of bed before tea, get my day started and I laid in bed and he got up and I kept laying in bed and I was just on my phone from the second I woke up for about, I reckon, 40 minutes to an hour. It set me up for the worst day. Oh yeah, it does, The worst it? day, so unproductive, felt Icky, just like shitty and a bit flat all day as yeah. well and I think, I mean, everyone knows that you know, being on your phone, especially first thing in the morning is not a good thing to do or a productive thing to do, but you really underestimate how much comparison happens in that hour. You know, you're seeing so much content within that hour, whether it's reels, TikToks, Facebook, news, um, friends, whatever. And that's dictating how you feel before you even check in with how you feel. Mm -hmm. And that's so wrong. Yep. And I never do it. And there's a reason I don't do it. And I said that in my vlog as well, but Today, I woke up, normal routine, meditated for a little while, to-do list, affirmations, all that kind of stuff. Felt amazing. And I've had an incredible morning, so productive, feel great. I'm here with you. And I just, yeah, I feel amazing. And it comes down to that routine, but also just being, I mean, we've been talking about boundaries, but being so strict in the routines that you know serve you Mm -hmm. is so beneficial. Yeah. Absolutely it is. And it's so easy to fall out of that. You know, Mm. it's easy to reach for your phone in the morning. And I think a lot of the time we hear people, you know, like Riley just said, she meditates, she does this and you're like, oh, I could never. But do it and see how you feel because it actually Mm. changes things and you don't think it would. And don't get me wrong. I am no, my morning routine is not some whimsical, like beautiful three hour thing. Music in the background. Yeah. Copyright free. (laughs) To be fair, actually, I've been listening to this, um, Anyway, I don't want to sound weird, but like this high vibrational music and it puts you in like a higher um, frequency. Yeah. Like brain pattern. Anyway. I'm, I'm, I'm here for it. Oh, so good. And oh, it just, I sometimes feel like being in dead silence can be a little bit like silence is really loud. Yes. Oh, 100%. silence is deafening is what I'm trying yeah, to say. Yeah. yeah. And it's so nice having that on just like candle lit, going through my emails, but having that like really calming background music can just be so nice in the morning because I am still someone who loves to wake up and get straight into things. So I typically will wake up, go downstairs, blinds and everything are open, just rinse my face. And then I'll meditate for honestly two to five minutes. I am, I cannot sit there for 20. I'm no, me neither. Yeah. I can't sit still. We probably could train ourselves to it, but absolutely. And I want to work up towards it, but I'm not at a place now. And that's where I just want to (laughs) make it really clear that I don't sit there and meditate for 40 minutes and it's not like this amazing, beautiful thing, but I'm getting better and it puts me in a really good state. I love writing my affirmations down every single day because I mean, we're kind of getting ahead of ourselves here a little bit, but you know, your perception of the world and what you believe is how your life plays out, mm-hmm. you know? And it's really interesting when you, even if you don't have great beliefs or you feel like your current belief systems don't necessarily serve you, it's amazing what happens when you start to shift that. Say affirmations that you may not believe wholeheartedly now, but you start to affirm those beliefs every single day. Say them out loud, write them down, whatever feels best for you. And it's amazing the shift that happens in your days and how they start to play out when you actually start to believe things that serve you Mm -hmm. and starting your day with that just puts you in a much calmer state of mind knowing that you are capable and you are worthy and whatever's relevant to you but I love doing that personally I don't like journaling for hours on end and I'm not someone who can sit there on the daily and write out pages and pages of journaling it doesn't come easily to me I feel like everyone who listens to the podcast knows that like physically like anything physically whether it's gym training like not a problem I can do that all day every day mindset stuff that's a bit 
bit stagnant for me. I, I find it hard. Um, so find what works. And yeah. like for me, I'm like a page of affirmations. Easy. Comes to me easily. I love yep. doing it. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, all right, emails, get everything done, dishwasher, washing. I'm like, so it's not like an incredible morning routine, but it sets me up for such a good day because everything's done. Exactly. And as soon as you find like something that works for you like that, mm. it is just like a momentum. It just happens. Yeah. And what you were saying, you know, like you, what you essentially, what you're putting out, you're going to get. Yeah. Right. With anything, even your mm-hmm. mood. It's a law of attraction. It really is. Yeah. yeah. And if you're putting out that you're anxious and that you're going to have a shit day and that things aren't going right, like that is, you're going to create that. Mm-hmm. If you're putting out exactly what you said, even if you don't believe it, this is going mm-hmm. to be an incredible day. I'm going to get things done. I'm, you know, capable of things. I am worthy of things. Like yeah. you might not believe it. That's okay. Mm-hmm. You're still telling yourself mm-hmm. and that's igniting something in your brain that's going to make mm-hmm. it happen. Well, yeah, to get technical too, like affirmations is subliminal programming and literally what you say can come into reality, but it takes, um, what am I trying to say? Consistency. And you have to do them over and over and like, yeah, you don't have to believe it, you know, first up. And there's definitely things that, I mean, we've definitely spoken about this before, but life you get served so many reflections and so many opportunities to have a reflection so when you meet someone and they might trigger something in you you have to sit back and think okay what in that person has triggered me is it their confidence is it the way they speak is it because they're loud is it because they're quiet you know what Mm -hmm. about that person's triggered me and it gives you an opportunity to sit back and reflect on what you see in them um that it's a reflection of you and actually understand and break down what that is why it's triggered you and what you can do moving forward to sort of overcome that as well it's really interesting and when you stop playing the victim in life and start choosing to see things as opportunities to learn Mm -hmm. it's so interesting Mm -hmm. you know what comes back and even we've had a few messages on the podcast oh I mean we've had two it's not like we've had many um yeah with different things that you know we may have said that someone sort of misinterpreted or something like that and for me I sort of sat back and I got a bit defensive thinking like that's not what we meant though like that's not even the context in which we said that thing mm-hmm. but I was like okay so what has triggered me yeah in that message mm-hmm. and I thought that is totally fine that that girl has perhaps misinterpreted what we meant you know we know what we meant at our core and Riley stopped giving that meaning yeah that's negative yeah because it's okay and she's allowed her um you know stands and if that's how she interpreted it you know that's her perception of the world as well mm-hmm. but it doesn't dictate how I perceive that and it doesn't dictate what I actually meant or what you actually meant in exactly. saying the thing and how you react to mm. you know because mm. you know that when you start to react to oh like no you're wrong you're this like okay something's in you getting triggered in that moment um but yeah no it's so true yeah and it's a hard pill to swallow oh absolutely (laughs) because you don't want to be wrong no never (laughs) anyway me wrong (laughs) we went off on a bit of a tangent let's continue the highs low we'll get back to yes do you have a low do i have a low yes i do (laughs) so i actually (laughs) i said that i would say this in the first van vlog right yeah. And then I totally forgot, didn't say it the next week. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to wait for the podcast audience because okay. the podcast audience is the, are the real MVPs. Let's be honest. They're the OGs. They are. Mm. They sit through an hour of us talking. Absolute shit sometimes. Everyone deserves something for that. <laughs> I'm not sure if this is really a reward, but here you go. Um, so this is my period horror story. <laughs> you know what? I listened to your vlog and I was like, are you going to tell us? <laughs> I think a few people thought the same because I completely yeah. even as I edited it I didn't even think oh I didn't actually say that yeah I was sort of like oh I was like what is it 
Okay, I'm excited. Hit me with it. Okay, so this was day two of the van trip. Mm -hmm. Big driving day. Mm. I knew I was getting my period. I was expecting it. I was prepared. I had my adrenal switch for my magnesium. I had some heat packs. I had some painkiller if I needed it. You know, Mm. I was ready. Yeah. So I start, I was, I went to the toilet when we stopped for breakfast. I was like, yep, there she is. Cool. We love to see it. (laughs) Perfectly on time. You know, Mm. she's never, she's never unreliable. That's all I'm saying. No, she's not. And I get back in the car. I'm like, okay. Like I I was really like in my head, like it's going to be okay. Mm. (laughs) You're okay. You're okay. If you know, you know. (laughs) Anyway, so we start driving and I'm like on my phone because I'm like, it's going to distract me if I Mm. start to get a bit of cramping or just like a bit of pain. So I start to get a bitty cramping. It's not even like too bad cramping, right? Mm. It's starting to get like a bit worse. I'm just like, it's okay. Like yeah. stay on your phone, distract yourself. You're fine. I had a bit of painkiller because I was like, I don't want to deal with that today. And as soon as I had the painkiller, so just like painting a picture on your mind, we're in this massive van driving along highway, a bit bumpy. I'm on my phone trying to distract myself and I've just had some painkiller that usually makes me feel a bit nauseous after it, right? So we're driving and I'm like, I think I'm going to get a like car sickness and I never get like motion sickness. I'm just like not really that type of person. And I'm like, Oh, like I, I, I think I might vomit, but I'm not a vomiter at all. Like I could not tell you the last time I spewed. Yeah. It's not a thing. It's not you. a thing for me. Mm-hmm. And I feel like some people just are like, they're like, Oh yeah. Like yeah, when I feel nauseous, like I will, mm. I will not like I'll sit on the toilet and like hope it goes out the other end. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. And I, I was like, that. no, like it's, <laughs> it's not going to happen. And then we were, we were just driving and I was like, I actually think I'm going to, like I, I need to. Mm. And I haven't felt this feeling in years and the pain was starting to get worse. I was feeling so nauseous. I was like, I'm about to one, have a number two and two, something's going to come out my mouth too. So this is very visual. Oh. <laughs> but so we're driving and you know, like when you're driving on like huge road trips, there's like hours at a time where like you're not passing toilets and like that no. kind of thing. Yeah. And then and like was, a drop toilet yeah you do yeah 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 and so i said to him i was like i i need to stop now mm. and he was like we're literally like 60 seconds away from this town and i was like okay like just get me there <gasps> i have a bit of like this is just it's sort of ptsd it's a bit of trauma so i we stop i run to this toilet and i can picture you doing <laughs> picture it picture it i'm running to this toilet i sit down because i'm like it'll come out the other end i don't want to vomit sit down I'm sorry, I'm getting very visual, but I need to. Things are coming out as a number two. And I'm like, no, 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 like I'm fine, I'm fine. No, 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 I'm going to vomit. So I swing myself around, quite literally projectile vomit, all over the toilet stand, the toilet seat, and then into the toilet again and again and again. And it wasn't both happening. So, yeah, like it wasn't both coming out the same end. Like I was about to. Different ends at the same time. That's where I thought that was going and I was just... Luckily, it had stopped, you know, but sprayed the entire toilet, of course. And then I'm like vomiting. I'm like, wow, like this is happening. Like, wow, it hasn't happened since I was like 12 years old. Still a bit of cramping happening at the same time too because my period literally just arrived the hour before. Yeah. And then I was like, I texted Sam. I like stopped vomiting and I like sat back on the toilet, like proceeded to number two even more (sighs) with cramps the whole time. Were you sitting in vomit? Um, no. So like I got it on the toilet lid, but not the toilet seat. Got you. <laughs> I was really <laughs> smart about my whole spray. 
um, sprayed up the back, not the seat. Literally. Yeah. So I texted Sam. I was like, is there anyone waiting? And he was like, no, not right now. And so I'm just like sitting there like not – like I'm just like sweating. It's yeah, hot. or you get the sweats. Like, yep. Oh. <gasps> Still cramping. Mm. Obviously, like I'd thrown up my painkiller, so that wasn't doing anything anymore. And and then I hear someone line up. Oh, and there's another person lining up, and I'm like, oh, like oh no, what am I gonna do? So I am standing up, trying to do all the things, like wiping and cleaning up this toilet stand in pain. And I'm like wiping things down, like trying to get it all up. And then in the end, I was just like, you know what? Sorry to swear, but fuck it. Like, I just need to get out of here. I managed to clean up most of it. Yeah, you wouldn't leave it. Like, I wouldn't vomit. No. no. And like, obviously, flush and everything. But how, out. how how well can you clean that with toilet paper? With toilet paper, exactly. Yeah. And so I walked out and this girl walks straight in and I'm just like, I am so sorry to this girl who had to go into the toilet stand after that. Like, hopefully she didn't see anything, but like, look you just walked straight in there didn't you so if i can't i know it was I'm quite so sorry that happened but you know what i felt great afterwards <laughs> i walked back in i was like you know what i'm good to go yeah and you know what like yeah that's being on your period isn't it i think it was a mixture of there's like a pivotal moment whether it's you know we're not going to get into details but there's a pivotal moment that you it yeah yeah you feel better i think it was a mixture of one period two mm. cramps um painkiller making me feel a bit and nauseous. And being on your phone when you're driving. Yeah. See, that's the Why first way that was a good idea. to vomit. Exactly. Yeah. And motion sickness. It all just bubbled up and oh, had to come up. Sheesh. And out every single way it could. Oh. So that's my low of the couple of weeks. Yeah, that's It was honestly... Hot and heavy. It really was. The rest of the day I was just like, I need a medal for going through that. <laughs> Isn't it crazy though what we go through as girls? Honestly, like... Yeah. I, it will never not baffle me, I think. But that's so not normal too. Oh, no. Like periods just shouldn't be that way. No. And quite literally I haven't vomited since Mm. I was maybe like nine years old. Yeah. You know, like I'm, I just, I'm not that kind of person. Yeah. Probably a bit of everything. bit of everything, but oh, Oh, it's just not a good time. So, so sorry that happened. It's okay. But I, I was like, (laughs) it's for the podcast. (laughs) It's a good story. I've got my story time. I've got my low. Yeah. That's on our lives. Well, highs and lows for me, honestly, I feel like what's been happening. You know yeah. what I mean? When you're just at home doing what you do, yeah. what's been happening. Um, but I would say my high is Georgia came last week because T was away for a few nights and stayed for, what did she say, for two nights. Two nights, yeah. yeah. And we just had the best time. Like it was just so classic, like classic, just so good to have someone at home with you as well. Like when you work from home alone, I feel like having someone, you know, that works from home alone as well for company. I mean, we can all understand that, you know, it's just great. Yeah. We had such a fun time and watch like Angus Thong, Angus Thong and and the Perfect Snorkeling. Um, (laughs) Classic movie. Did you watch Wild Child too? Oh, that's what we watched. <laughs> oh, God. No. To be fair, I've always mixed those two up, like, really? title-wise. Well, I just feel like they're kind of the same because they're both in, like, England. Yeah, no, yeah. I so, understand. but classics, but Wild Child is what we watched. Yeah, yeah. Love that movie. Freddy. Freddy. Let's talk about Freddy. <laughs> I think I think either him or Zac Efron was, like, my first celebrity yeah. crush. Or the guy off Freaky Friday. <laughs> oh, my God. Or... <laughs> I just headbutted the wall, so don't mind that banging if you heard it. Or um, the Lizzie, Lizzie, Lizzie McGuire. McGuire. But not actually her movie. It was um, 
another Cinderella, Cinderella story. story with that guy. Same you know guy. the guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Stunning. Oh, he's gorgeous. Stunning. Um, Chad, what, someone. What else? Like, what other movies from childhood are just like yeah, classics? Parent like, Trap. More the guy is what I'm going. Oh right. Okay. <laughs> I'm like Parent Trap. The dad. Not quite. <laughs> um. Oh, okay. Well, you've got your wild child. You've got your High School Musical. Oh, high School Musical. I reckon that takes the that, cake. For yeah. Me. Oh. Zac Efron, and I feel like I think I saw a TikTok about this. No, Troy Bolton. Troy Bolton <laughs> really was where the man we needed on yeah. each at each at each age. You know, when the first one came out, we were young. We were just like, oh my gosh, he's got like a. Yeah. Hair Do you remember sweep? how old you were? I'm trying to think. I reckon I was like seven. Yeah, like we were, we were young. <laughs> yeah, we were young. And then look at us, the man we needed <laughs> at that period at of seven. <laughs> Being like the crush when you like, he had the hair sweep, yeah. the style. Yeah, he could see probably like grade eight. We're like, that's what I want. That's when what I, get I to want. High school. Second one comes out. He's matured a bit. We've yeah. matured a bit. He's in grade ten, eleven. Yes. <sighs> you know, he's singing. He's got some problems. You know? <laughs> and then the last one comes out. He's singing "Scream" in the high school. Oh, scream! Sc- scream slaps. <laughs> it's very underrated in my. Opinion. I love that. I've actually. Actually, I've actually, I've actually, I've actually often popped that on in the car with tea and I love it. <laughs> I quite enjoy it. I love it. It just, uh, oh, it's, it's yeah. different. It really does. it really does. But I'm glad we unpacked that. So yeah, that was the highlight. <laughs> yeah. Dominoes that night don't usually go to the Dominoes, but Georgia and I like, again, it was day one period for me. Yeah. And we were like, what do we need right now? Dominoes pizza. Cubs. Yep. So went with that. It was so yum. Oh, I haven't had a Dominoes so in a good. while. Mm. Mm. Loved it. Yeah. And then my low – I mean, I've got another high actually. Okay. So I had a few questions just asking – and I don't want to be that person like, I've had a few questions, but like I did have quite a few um, – ask about YouTube because I've been a bit MIA. Okay. Let's clear the air. Um, so clearing the air. I'm back <laughs> this week. But I'm just going to say like once a fortnight. is yeah. If I get every week, amazing. But yeah. like let's just go fortnightly because – and my reasoning for this is because I've been in like a huge creation phase. I said this last time, but – a lot's happening with programs at the moment. And when I'm in that... You're fully that, focused on that. Yeah, it's very much a season of just like, this is what I'm doing every single day. And I'm there's nothing exciting happening in my life, one. Mm. And two, I'm just not in the frame of mind to film. Yeah. So that's the only reason. But what I was going to say is a high is just carving out these programs. Like, I'm so excited. Yeah. So excited. I just feel like mindset's a huge focus I want in the programs next year as well. And I just know that's... I mean, I don't know how many clients I've had since starting my business, but... I think at the end of last year, it was around like a hundred. So I know that, yeah, if I did the math, it's like crazy to think how many girls have, you know, come through now. But with every single person that, you know, I have coached or had as a client before, mindset just plays such a huge role in your health and fitness. And I feel like there's, a you know, so many coaches out there and they specialize solely in that, you know, um, sort of fitness nutrition space. And I think that serves its purpose a hundred percent, but a gap that I feel like I've just noticed is like, there's not enough mindset to accompany those fitness and nutrition goals. So I'm excited to just have programs that really reflect where I'm at in coaching next year. Yeah. And I'm just ready for that change. So I'm like, I'm pretty hyped. Yeah. I love it. I'm just watching your face. And just like, <laughs> I know you are. I'm, like, I'm going to start talking. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm just, yeah, it's just always so much fun. And then low anyway, moving on, moving on. Oh, what's a low? Anything that just got you down the dumps? Honestly, not really. Because what I was saying to Soph before is I just feel like I'm at a stage where I'm, I've gotten to a place where I feel very self-aware. So nothing gets me down, down. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's probably some like silly low. 
Yeah. That's just like a classic word that I can't think of. But overall, just feeling a lot of inner peace at the moment and just mm-hmm. content with where things are at. So Do I. Yeah, I'm kind of loving it. Yeah. And hi too is this week we're going away with the yeah, girls. Yeah, we are. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Yeah. Little trip down the Gold Coast with Connor, Rachel, Georgia. Yeah. Myself and yourself. That's correct. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be good. Yeah, we'll update you next week on how it is. Yes, we will. But I guess today something that, I mean, we're not really talking any specific topic today, but one thing Sophie and I were talking about in the car is sort of belief systems, consistency, and just a few things that have been coming up a lot at the moment. And it's crazy. I posted on my story probably three-ish weeks ago now um, what the you know your biggest struggle is when it comes to your health and fitness or just routines in general. And I'm going to say 80 to 90% was consistency. Really? Yeah. Crazy. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. It does. Yeah. But it's so funny that out of every possible thing to struggle with, consistency is just at that, yeah, at the stem of it. And it's, it's really interesting. But I mean, for you, like, do you feel like when it comes to consistency, it is something that you struggle with with health and fitness? I mean, um. I would say a little bit sometimes. Mm. Like sometimes I'll get just out of the groove of something yeah, and then just not be consistent with it. Or if I give myself too high expectations of something, mm. that's where I'll often fall off the bandwagon, I suppose, and yeah. like get out of that consistency. You know, if I'm telling myself I need to be eating a certain way or training a certain amount of time at the gym or a certain amount of times a week and then I can't do one and then you're like, oh, well, I haven't done it. So then you just stop. Yeah. Like definitely. that's not consistency. Well, that's like I wrote a post on sort of goals and alignment the other day because I'm like, wow, it's just like ringing true for a lot of people at the moment. But if your goals aren't in alignment with the season you're in, there's such a huge disconnect. And I feel like that's why so many of us get so stuck with consistency because we create these goals that don't reflect the season we're in. So the example that I gave was, let's just say that I'm moving house, launching two new programs and what else did I say? And... I don't know. I'm busy. Getting married. Yeah. Getting married. Organizing weddings. Yeah, exactly. So life is super hectic. And then my goals are, I want to lose three kilo in six weeks. Huge disconnect. Like that season is reflecting so differently in terms of my priorities in comparison to the goal of losing weight. And so often girls will come in a program and it's like, okay, I want to do this. I want to get this body composition goal or whatever that is. And there's nothing wrong with those goals at all, Mm -hmm. but it in no way reflects what season they're in and then from there it creates obviously inconsistency because you can't actually do what's required of you to achieve that goal so every goal requires action and if you can't comply um not comply sorry if you can't put it into action I suppose. yes I can't think of the word that I'm yeah, trying yeah. to say but adherence right if you can't adhere to the action that is required for that goal then it does create that lack of consistency and then we've talked about this before your default mindset is created that you are not consistent you give up on your goals mm-hmm. you don't um you know you're not disciplined you're not motivated all these different things and then the default is that oh I fail and I don't show up for myself mm. so on a surface level, it can be really like, oh, I'm just not consistent. Yeah. But if you get to the root of why you're not consistent, it's because you're perhaps setting these goals that just in no way reflect where you're at in life. And then your mindset and you're creating a default that just fails. Yeah. Well, it's not if it's not your priority, it's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. And, you know, 100%. some people go, oh, how does... How does he or how does she like work a nine to five and mm. do all of this, have three kids and still get to the gym? Yeah. Because it's a priority. 
Yep. You know, and some exactly. people will spend an hour on the couch because that for them is where a priority. a priority is. Yeah. And I think a huge thing too that I've – this is just something that's come up for me at the moment is no one is anywhere by accident. Mm-hmm. You know, and like it's – Yeah, it's easy to kind of look around and be like, oh, that girl achieved – you know, this body goal or, you know, that guy got this job or this person like got that promotion or whatever, but no one is anywhere by accident. And when you really let that sink in, it's a huge, again, a huge reflection on yourself because you're like, okay, where am I not doing the work or where am I not showing up Mm -hmm. and actually giving myself every opportunity to step into that version of myself and achieve what they're achieving. Yeah. And I suppose this is kind of along the same lines, but I saw this interview on TikTok actually. Mm. And it was this guy saying that this is along the lines of like consistency. Yeah. You might've seen it actually. It's really like, it just kind of made something click in my mind, Mm. but it was like, you know, you go to the gym one day, you wake up the next day, you don't see any results. You go to the gym the next day, Mm -hmm. you wake up the next day, you don't see any results and you won't. It's the same as brushing your teeth for two minutes every single day. You won't see results the next day, the next day, the next day, but it's the doing it every single day that means that you'll have good teeth long-term, Yeah, right? It's the exact same as training. You can't train for nine days, one, sorry, nine days, one, what am I saying? Nine hours, one day, Yeah. wake up the next day, expect your body to have completely changed. It's like you can't brush your teeth for nine hours, one day. Yeah. It's the consensus, consistency and, you know, it's better to do a 20-minute workout as much as you can rather than saying a normal workout. I cannot work out if it's not going to be at least an hour mm-hmm. or two hours or whatever whatever it is. Yeah. And it just kind of was like, yeah. Like mm. we brush our teeth every single day because it's it's consistent. We've got to do it. It's not for tomorrow's goals. It's not, not for two weeks' goals. It's for our long term. Yeah, exactly. And it's exactly the same with training and any of your goals. Mm. Mm. And I reckon the biggest cop-out and something that honestly makes me just – not even sad or upset, but just very like, oh, I hate that is you're lucky. Mm. You know, you're lucky for looking a certain way or you're lucky to have that job or you're lucky to be in the position you are. But if we're talking, you know, health and fitness, I hate that because I was actually thinking about this for myself and I'm like, you know what? There's nothing lucky about anything that we do. And I'm talking we because it's us, but I mean anything in any of your lives that, you know, you're listening. If you work really hard in your job and you're in an amazing position, like that's not by luck. You know, you worked really hard to get there. And when someone, especially when it comes to health and fitness for me personally, and it's like, oh, you're lucky that you're fit or you're lucky that you're this way. I'm like, I have trained consistently my entire life. Mm -hmm. I don't miss weeks. I don't miss months. If I don't train one day, I'll train the next day. I give myself rest when I need to, but in no way do I have huge ebbs and flows in my fitness because mm-hmm. it's a priority for me, but I work hard to get here. Yeah. Honestly, some of the messages at the moment, you guys are classic too. Like I was cracking up this morning reading through our DMs and someone, <laughs> I have to reply to her still, but when we were talking about chicken sausages the other day, <laughs> oh no, no, it was so good. She was like, if you're on the sunny coast, go to this butcher because they do the best chicken sausages. I was like, this is why I do this podcast. <laughs> I need the chicken sausages for recommendations. Honestly, oh, so, so good. But we will get straight into our Ask Us Threes anyway. Um, we have quite a few good ones. So let's get into the first one. Where am I? All right. So hi, girls. I have a question for you both. Love you and your podcast. I split up, I split up with my boyfriend of three years earlier this week, and I'm finding it really hard not to slip into old bad eating habits and thoughts. 
I no longer have that support system reminding me that I am enough on these days when I don't feel like it. And I keep telling myself he broke up with me because of something wrong with me rather than just naturally growing apart. I don't know how to see the light at the end of this shitty time and any advice on how not to blame myself would be much appreciated. Thank you so much. I think breakups can really make you question yourself so much because Mm -hmm. it's someone saying, I don't like you enough to be with you. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so it can make you question yourself. Am I this? Am I that? Am I that enough? Blah, 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 blah. But you, you're still the same person you were before the relationship Mm -hmm. and you're still worthy of living a good, happy, healthy life. I honestly think, obviously, I mean, I've never been through a bad breakup, but everyone always says time, Mm. you know, it's going to take some time to heal. You've been with this person for a long time and all of a sudden you're not. And then you're questioning everything, Mm. probably like your work, your life, even like your food in this sense. And everything is still the same. You're Mm. still a person. You still need, you still have the right to wake up and do what you love, eat what you love, feel amazing Mm. and try and surround yourself, you know, obviously not with him, but with friends who make you feel great. Yeah. You know, and also don't seek that you're enough from other, from other people. Yeah. Go within, Mm -hmm. figure out why you don't, and then bring that for yourself. Even like we were saying at the beginning of the episode, even if you don't believe it, stand in front of the mirror, looking at yourself saying you're enough, you are worthy, you are this. You might not believe it at first, but if you say it enough, you'll start believing it. 100% and perhaps an element of your relationship was a little bit codependent so you did rely on him in different areas to give you that validation which is easy and that can happen but now it's a chance for you to just reflect and realize that yeah maybe there was an element of that there and moving forward in your life you want to create like so said that inner peace and that inner dialogue that actually supports you knowing that you are enough and you are worthy and you're capable of doing all of the things that you want to do as well and not beating yourself up for that you know that um, relationship ending the way that it did and knowing that as you grow up things will naturally move apart and yes it's going to be hard for a little while but surround yourself with things that make you feel good and if you need to go and talk to someone go and talk to someone because there is no shame in doing so and that can give you such an amazing chance to reflect on what was and actually help you move forward and step into a version of you that you love and is supportive of you and those belief systems as well can really start to support that version of you that you're willing and ready to step into as well which is really exciting i love it love it all right another one was just had a question for the podcast i am struggling with the idea of investing money into my health and fitness i really badly want to start a membership at body fit but it's over 50 dollars a week which is quite a lot especially since i'm starting at the moment and only work casual ironically i work as Um, a receptionist at a gym so have a free membership there but I feel like I don't have the experience and don't really know what I'm doing so really want to do a couple of months of group style training first I'm just struggling with drawing the line between what is worth it and is it too much when it comes to spending the money on my fitness I've done heaps of home programs and nothing has really stuck so really want to give a gym a good crack Okay, so she kind of wants to start in a class gym to then move Mm -hmm. into like knowing what she's doing. Yeah, I think this is it can be tough because yeah, like $50 a week when you've got uni and a part-time job, that's, it's just an expense that you don't really need and you don't really want a lot of the time. Um, But I think, you know, maybe if it is a big priority for you and you really think that this, this is going to benefit your life and make you feel so much better and you know, you really want to do it. You're just kind of like questioning it. Yeah. Maybe try and see if there's areas in your life that you could cut down some expenses, even if that's like getting a coffee every day, you know, and it's Mm -hmm. $5 times seven. 
that's $35 already. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just got to double check my maths right there. I think so. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's been a while since I've done my times tables. But, you know, like that's already cutting down $35. Mm. Or if you're going out for meals, you might not be, but that's just maybe something to think about. If Spotify is coming out, if Netflix is coming out and those aren't really that much of a priority and this gym mm. is, maybe try and like create some cuttings of somewhere so you can have the funds for that I love that very tangible things to do yeah I love that and of course I'm going to say something around mindset it's something too that you know you can afford what you prioritize Mm. I promise you it's almost like time you know people say I don't have time for this I don't have time for that you always find time for the things that you want to do we always do. So if you feel like at this stage in your life, you know, health, fitness, group training is something that you really, really want and it's something that you want to prioritize, you know, that you're going to show up for, you're going to go four or five times a week, whatever that looks like for you, that investment is worth it and you'll find the money because it is a priority for you. To me personally, because it's a high priority and a high core value, I don't even want to add up what I spend on my health and fitness in a week. Yeah, me too. Even... Oh, memberships. I need to sort that out. But I know I spend a lot of money in a week, but it's a priority of mine. So I don't mind it. Right. So if you feel like $50 is worth, you know, what you want to do and the goals that you have, then a hundred percent make it work and go for it and try and think of a few things like so said, just cutting down on little things um, because, you know, it's, it's worth it. Yeah. And it is a lot of money for sure, but if you really feel like that's a priority of yours, you'll for sure make it happen as well. Yeah. Okay, last one. Is this a question? So yeah, it's a long past. one. <laughs> okay. Hey, girls, I've just been going through it this evening and was wondering if you'd be able to talk about it about something on the podcast for me because I know y'all I love when people say y'all you can <laughs> y'all. tell they're from is it American yeah yeah I y'all love it. talk about friendship dynamics etc and I could use some advice tonight as I'm lying in bed I go on snapchat and see my friends all together at a house gathering and I didn't get an invite this has happened a few times and I would normally tell myself it's okay because this person wasn't invited or that person wasn't invited but this time everyone was but me I can't help but wonder, is it because they feel like they can't have fun with me because I'm focusing on diet and exercise and not drinking beers with the gang or because there's something wrong with me? So yeah, in summary, could you ladies please talk about what should I do? Am I the bad friend? Should I message saying thanks for the invite? Ha! Huh? So sick of seeing all of my friends together through a phone screen. She also said, for context, I've already brought this up to them and even after I brought it up again, after a pretty serious mental health period, nothing has changed. I hate being a clingy friend, but they likened me to a friend that's on the outskirts. Likened? I think so. Um, Of the main group when Mm. I didn't choose that I was a part of the group from the start. Mm. It's a big one. Yeah. It's a big one. First thing I would say is if you've – because I was going to say when I was listening to the first half, I'm like, all right, boundaries are a huge thing here. But then when you went on to say that you've already brought it up twice, it's – Sounds like the friends to me. Mm. Not you. Yeah. If you've brought up this to your friend group saying this is how you feel and they've done nothing to change it, I don't know, kind of a bit of a red flag for me. Yeah, it is. And it's really unfortunate and it can be really tough to come to that realization. But it's a really hard thing to sort of get to a place where you're like, hey, these people actually aren't my people and they don't support me. They don't care about me. And they're not even you know, willing to consider my feelings in this or meet me halfway. I wouldn't say that they're the kind of friends that you need in your life. And it's perhaps an opportunity for you to have a bit of a cull and I, I mean that in the best way possible but have a really hard reflection on what those friendships play in your life how much is 
given and received. Mm-hmm. And if you feel like it's a lot of give and not a lot back, it's, it's really probably it's not worth your time. No. And, you know, when you have certain goals, and this goes for everyone working, you know, um, like whether it's health and fitness and like she said, you know, not drinking or that's a priority for you it can be tricky to set that boundary with friends and, hey, I don't want to drink at the moment because of X, Y, and Z and for them to respect those goals. But also just making it super clear that, hey, I'm more than happy to come out with you guys. I'm not going to be drinking. It's just because this is a priority for me at the moment, but please, like, I'm I'm willing to come out. I'm so happy to have a good time. But when I'm out, don't pressure me to drink because I'm not and it's not something that I want to do at the moment. Mm-hmm. Done. But if you know through doing that and they still don't respect the boundary – the the biggest thing with boundaries are people who don't respect those boundaries or are angry because of your boundaries benefit from you not having any. Yeah. Right? So maybe these friends didn't benefit from you having any boundaries. You've tried to set them. You've sort of said like whatever it is and they still don't respect them. Then that's probably the friendship that has, yeah, more issues there than actually you. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not the problem here yeah. is the biggest thing. Absolutely. And as soon as you find friends who have – similar priorities you don't even have to have the same interests and everything but Mm. who respect you and understand you and even have similar priorities i suppose you'll be like wow yes like this is worth i no longer feel like i have to be clingy or blah 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 blah, Mm -hmm. or that i like can't bring this up with them again you know totally and you should never feel less than in a friendship so Mm -hmm. huge takeaway but I think that's us, guys. That's us. We do have to run off to an appointment, so we're not going to be doing recommendations this week. We're not, but we'll hit don't you with like, worry. Do you know what? We'll hit you with four next week. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Six. <laughs> well, no. we hope you enjoyed this episode. It's good to be back in the studio just chatting. So nice. Just us yeah. two. Yeah. I love, love it. it. Love it. Love awesome. it. But thank you so much, guys. We will be back in your ears next week. All right. See ya. Bye.